Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin. Wassalatu wassalamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursalin. Nabiina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Alhamdulillah, it's been one week since the month of Ramadan has passed. Since we celebrated our Eid al-Fitr. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to accept from us our good deeds. Um, and the question that we should ask ourselves is, what is after Ramadan? What does the Muslim do after this great month has passed? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in the Quran, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَلَّتِي نَقَضَتْ غَزْلَهَا مِنْ بَعْدِ قُوَّةٍ أَنْكَاثَ And do not be like the woman who foolishly unravels her yarn after it has firmly spun. يعني don't be like the woman who after she has done, you know, she has, uh, her thread has, has, has been spun and it has become strong. Don't be like a foolish person who then undoes this thread or this yarn. And Allah mentions this in Surah An-Nahl, verse number 92. So, as Muslimin, we strive naturally in the month of Ramadan <clears throat> to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to do as much good deeds as possible and to abstain from as much haram as possible. And this is our, like our yarn, like our thread that has become strong. Our iman has become strong. So we should not be like this foolish person who after strengthens our, you know, we have strengthened our yarn or our thread. We now go and unravel the thread. Yani then it becomes like something that is worthless uh, and something that has not held its value. So this is the, the, the reminder, you know, that after Ramadan, we need to strive to maintain that thread that we spun, that, that iman that has become strong. And this is one of the signs of an accepted Ramadan. Many people they ask the students of deen and the ulama, how do we know when our Ramadan has been accepted? Or some people ask, how do we know when our hajj has been accepted? And the reality is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows when our ibadat or our worship has been accepted. But one of the signs that we know, that we have, is that after our ibadah, there's a change. There is a maintenance of goodness, of good deeds. So after hajj, the hajji, he comes home and he's a changed person. He's a better person than, than what he was before hajj. So after Ramadan, a sign of an accepted Ramadan is that after Ramadan, we continue with our khayr. We continue with our good deeds. And we continue staying away from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made forbidden in the sharia of his. This is a sign of an accepted Ramadan. Um, so we need to follow up this month with righteousness. We need to follow up this month with taqwa. As we know, the famous ayah that we decide throughout the month, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ This is why Ramadan has been, or fasting rather has been prescribed. As it has been prescribed for those before you. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you be of those who attain taqwa, righteousness, or God consciousness, or the fear of Allah. So a sign of our accepted month, بِإِذْنِ is that we continue this taqwa. We continue this righteousness after, after Ramadan. And if you look at the incident, you know, the calamity, that's the, the greatest calamity that has struck this ummah is, is when the death of its messenger happened, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what happened was, is after the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away, many of the sahaba, they were in a state of uh, uh, chaos and it, they were all emotionally overcome by the death of 
the most beloved to them after Allah Azza wa Jal, who was the, the messenger and the imam and the companion, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Some people, they became murtad. Some people refused to accept and follow the laws of Islam. Some people refused to pay zakah and so forth. And this is when the next leader stood up. Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, he stood up and he ascended the member and he gave a, a reminder to the Sahaba. And one of the things he said was, فَمَنْ كَانَ مِنْكُمْ يَعْبُدُ مُحَمَّدًا صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فَإِنَّ مُحَمَّدًا قَدْ مَاتْ وَمَنْ كَانَ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهُ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ حَيُّ لَا يَمُوتُ Basically he said, whomsoever from amongst you used to worship Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, then indeed Muhammad has passed away. But whomsoever from amongst you worships Allah, he's a worshiper of Allah, فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ حَيُّ لَا يَمُوتُ Then indeed Allah is alive and he does not die. He will never die. So this was a reminder for the Sahaba that, yes, Rasulullah he was extremely beloved to us, but he has now left us. Because he is a messenger and he is a human being. And he will pass away just like the previous messengers have passed away. So those of you who worship him, you should know that he has left us, he has passed on. But those of you who worship Allah, you should know that Allah is alive and he will never pass on. Likewise for us, Ramadan has come, we increase in our worship, we try our best to do as much as possible, but Ramadan has gone. So whomsoever from amongst us has worshipped Ramadan, we should know that our Ramadan has left. But whomsoever from amongst us worships Allah, we should know that Allah is alive and He will never leave. Subhanallah. So we are not worshippers of Ramadan, we are worshippers of Allah Azza wa Jal, our creator, our sustainer, our provider, and our owner. We worship him inside of Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. So this is the crux of the reminder. It is to try and uphold and maintain our ibadat that we increased upon in Ramadan and to maintain that after the month has left. Even if it may be less than what was in Ramadan. Because this is something natural. That yes, we may not be able to keep up with the same amount of ibadat outside of Ramadan, but consistency is key. And if you look at a beautiful hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that's narrated by Bukhari and Muslim, he said, Ya ayyuhal nas, alaykum min al-a'mali ma tutiqoon. Oh mankind, oh people, what's upon you, you have to do what you are able to do of good deeds. Whatever you are capable of doing, that's what you should do. Do as much good as you possibly can. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَمَلُّ حَتَّى تَمَلُّ For indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He does not become tired. Tired in what sense? Tired of giving rewards. حَتَّى تَمَلُّ Until you become tired. What does this mean? This means that Allah will never stop rewarding us until we stop doing the righteous deeds. So as long as we start and we continue doing our good deeds, Allah will continuously be rewarding us. Allah does not become tired. وَإِنَّ أَحَبَّ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَا دُوِّمَ عَلَيْهِ وَإِنْ And then he said that indeed the most beloved of deeds to Allah, the most beloved of actions and righteous good deeds to Allah, مَا دُوِّمَ عَلَيْهِ are those which are continuous. وَإِنْ Even if they are a little. So this is the key point of this hadith. In fact, the entire hadith is vital and important. But... The hadith teaches us that consistency is, is key. That even if our ibadat is less, 
as long as we are consistent, then this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And this is the most beloved of deeds to Allah. So we don't need to recite Quran, you know, for two hours on one day and then we don't recite again for the next month. Rather what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us is a little bit but every day. A little bit of sadaqah, a little bit of Quran, a little bit of all types of good deeds. But as long as we are consistently doing that, this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from us. This is what is the most beloved to Allah azza wa jal. So after Ramadan, we now need to look at ourselves. One week has gone by since Eid. What has happened in this week? Have we returned back to our bad habits? Or have we maintained our good deeds? If the answer is yes, then alhamdulillah, that's a very good sign. And we need to continue with this. We need to fight our nafs, fight the shaitan who, we you know, the big shaitan have come out after Ramadan. And their goal is to distract us. It's now our goal to hold on to the rope of Allah and to continuously strive and do as much good as possible. So we need to maintain our Quran. We know in the month of Shahrul Quran, Ramadan is the month of Quran. Everybody, we, we, we become acquainted with the Quran once again. We start to read the translation. We start to reflect over the Quran. And we read as much as we possibly can. This is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The perfect uncreated speech that comes from our creator. A direct speech to us, subhanallah. This is it's the duty of a Muslim to maintain his relationship with the Quran throughout the year. And not only in the month of Ramadan. In the month of Ramadan we increase. But now that we've reconnected and, and we've strengthened our relationship with the Quran once again. We need to maintain that relationship throughout the year. Bi-idhnillahi ta'ala. So the Quran is number one. Number two, our salah. Our salah, the most important of the wajibat after our belief in Allah is our daily salah. So we need to maintain our daily salah on time. If we pray five times a day, this is the first thing a Muslim will be asked about on the day of Qiyamah is about his salah. If his salah was good, then he will find that everything else was good. And if his salah was not in a good state, then everything else will not be in a good state. Wallahu musta'an. So our salah we need to maintain and uphold. And we try our best, just like we did in Ramadan, to, to maintain our sunnah salahs as well, our nafil salah as much as we possibly can. And from amongst them is, of course, the night prayers. We are not expected, it's not fard upon us rather, to recite the night prayers every single night. But alhamdulillah in Ramadan, we, we realize that we are able to do, you know, taraweeh, which is a night prayer. We are, we are able to do it. So after Ramadan, we should set ourselves a goal that bi-idhnillah, every, maybe once a week we can start. At least once a week I will stand up and I'll pray two raka'at or four raka'at for the sake of Allah. Whether it's in the third, last third of the night, whether it's after Isha, whether it's just before I go to sleep, but it's a night prayer. It's something additional. It's qiyamul layl. It has great virtue. We try and maintain this, that we started in the month of Ramadan, we, we try and maintain this is beloved to Allah. Consistency. Um, our charities, our sadaqat, we give more in the month. This is excellent. But after Ramadan, the poor are still out there. They are still needy. Especially now during the lockdown and so forth, people have experienced great difficulties. It's upon us to still continue trying to give as much as we can or even as little as we can. The point is, consistency is key. Even if it be a little, this is the most beloved thing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our hijab, covering our aura, 
this is something again that people apply more in the month of Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, try and maintain this after the month of Ramadan. The same uh, creator that you wore that hijab for in the month of Ramadan, he is still your same creator after the month of Ramadan. And all of the other good deeds that we did, all of the other muharramat, the forbidden matters that we stayed away from, we should try and maintain this throughout the month of uh, throughout the year rather, and not just having done it in the month of Ramadan. So this is, you know, the main lesson that we can take from today's small reminder, and that is try to maintain the taqwa that we built up in the month of Ramadan. Whatever bad habit you cut out for the month of Ramadan or inside of the month of Ramadan, make sure you don't go back to that bad habit. And whatever goodness you try to uphold in the month of Ramadan, try to continue that goodness after the month has left. Even if it be less, as long as we are continuous upon that and consistent consistent upon that, we should know this is the most beloved thing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And lastly, our fasting. We fasted for 30 days. Alhamdulillah, it was not difficult. So we know that the sunnah is to fast three days of every month or every Monday and every Thursday. This was the way Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fasted. We should try and maintain this at least as best as we can. If it's a Monday or a Thursday or the, the white days of the month, which is the 13th, 14th and 15th of the lunar months, which we can try our best three days compared to 30 days is extremely easy. And this is, you know, the key reminder. As Shawwal has begun, we know we got this, the famous uh, six days of Shawwal where Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man sama Ramadan thumma atba'ahu sitan min shawwalin kana kasiyami dahar. And this hadith is in Sahih Muslim where he said, whomsoever fasts Ramadan and follows it up with six days of Shawwal, it will be as if he fasted for the entire year. For the entire year. So it's just six more days that we can add to our Ramadan's fast. Even if you fast these six days before your Qadha fast of Ramadan, your obligatory fast that you may have missed in Ramadan, and you start with the six days, this is fine, bi'ithnillahi ta'ala, and then you have the rest of the year to make up your Qadha fasts. The point is we can attain a great reward, which is we can get the reward of fasting the entire year, as the Prophet ﷺ mentioned. This is also part of upholding siyam after the month has gone we continuously fast so we start with the six days and next month we can do perhaps a monday and a thursday or maybe three days in the month and so forth this is uh, the intention of ramadan the intention of ramadan is not to make us once of worshippers it's actually there as a boost for us to continuously hold on and, and, and to increase our iman so that we can continuously stay strong and stay connected to our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that we do not be like the foolish person who unravels her yarn after it has become firmly spun. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from us and to guide us to do that which is best and to make us of those who continuously worship Him day and night and not be of those who become of the negligent and the heedless and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Amin ya rabbil alameen. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk.